her also a different perspective was I have children watching me. Absolutely. I have two little girls. Absolutely. You know, so I don't want them to be walking around and we all estrogen high and, you know, oh, they talk to me reckless <laughs> and, you know, I have to, you know, one of them you know, and so it was an eye opener for me when I decided, you know, I want to be better. Hey mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success? Fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League? Advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning? Maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So, whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey, Mama. Do you want to make a change in your life, but you feel like there is no way you could add anything else in the mix? I get it. That's why I created a simple list of 10 habits you can start today that help produce big change, even in the chaos of motherhood. Go to shannoncarruthers.com slash momhabits to get a copy sent straight to your inbox. That's shannoncarruthers.com slash momhabits. Hey mama, if you're like me, you want your home to be nice and clean without having to worry if what you're using is safe for your kiddos. I want to tell you about a product I bought back in 2018 and my family has not been without it since. It's called Force of Nature and it's made from salt, water, and vinegar. And it's an EPA-registered disinfectant that kills 99.9% of germs and replaces most of your other cleaning products. We actually call it magic spray at our house because my boys say it works like magic. Force of Nature helped me make it through potty training and toddler messes. And now, because I know the ingredients, I don't hesitate to ask my boys to pitch in, even if I do have to repeat myself a few times. They grab the magic spray and use it wherever they need it. I've teamed up with Force of Nature to offer you 40% off your startup bundle. Simply use the code SHANNONC40 at checkout. Head over to shannoncarruthers.com slash magic spray for more information. That's shannoncarruthers.com slash magic spray. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Successful Mama podcast. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait for you to meet our guest, Shalisa Russell, and she and I... We go way back, don't we? We go way back. We actually went to high school together and it's been a minute. It has. We graduated (laughs) 2006, Shannon. Okay. Okay. Now I feel old. Thank you. You didn't have to to say the year, but (laughs) yes, it's been a few minutes. Okay. So um, you've come a long way. I have. I love it. Your story is amazing. I love, I love, Okay. I have a love-hate relationship uh-huh. with social media. Yeah. I love that I get to keep up with you. Right. I hate, like, the necessity, like, the, um, 
the feeling of guilt, like if you're not sharing enough, yes. because people will guilt you. They'll say, well, yeah. why haven't you posted any pictures of your yeah. kids? You know, anyway, sorry, I got off on a tangent. I can talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> I love that I get to keep up with yeah. you and see your beautiful babies. Thank you. So with that being said, tell us a little about you and your family and all that. Okay. Well, I am Shalisa Russell, born and raised Athens, Alabama. Um, I was a single mom for a couple of years. Um, recently got married in 2020. His name is Kedrick. And so we are um, two years under our belt right now. Our anniversary will actually be June 27th. Shut yeah. up. Yes. That's my anniversary. Is it? I think you messaged <laughs> yes, me that and I told forgot. me that we had the same anniversary. Yes, yeah. I totally forgot. I remember that. We've got a few more years on y'all though. Yeah. Because ours is do. 15 coming yeah. up, which, which is, is, which is three. Again. It's okay. Hey, three hey, is listen, amazing. Three is amazing. Three okay? is amazing. You count Two every almost year. knocked us out. So it's hard. It's hard, <sighs> but it's worth it. It's good. It is. It is. So, okay. Sorry. Continue on. You got me with the anniversary. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, and so, yes, I have, we have two children. Um, one is 12 and then, um, we have another one that just turned one last year mm-hmm. and she will be two on April 24th, 2023 this year. Oh, so, so sweet. Hi have a big gap between my children but hey it's okay yeah it's, it's okay it is know? so hey you know what motherhood <laughs> looks different for us all it does and i i love hearing like it's so easy to go oh well you have these like stair-stepping kids or yeah. you have that must be so easy to have all of them at, you know in, i don't know be done with diapers yeah. when you're done yeah. or or you have the other version of, yeah. well, at least you've got help. Mm-hmm. I think there's no way to compare. Yeah. It, it just looks different for everybody. Absolutely. But Grace is an amazing, amazing big sister. Like she helps her with the bath. She feeds her. She watches her. I can run to the store for my bath about an hour. She'll watch her. She's, oh, that's great. She's awesome. She's an awesome, awesome big sister. That's amazing. So she's gentle. Oh, she's very nurturing. Loving. They're so beautiful. Thank they you. really are. Thank oh you. my goodness. They get it from me. Yeah. So. Duh. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your story. Cause like I said, you've come mm-hmm. like a long way yeah. and I have really loved watching your journey. So um, I wanted to go back because Will and I, my husband Will and I were at Ross one mm-hmm. day and it was probably like 2010 mm-hmm. and I remember we ran into you Okay, and I was just like, how are you? And you had just had, um, Brooke or Grace, Grace. sorry, mm-hmm. you had just had Grace and she was tiny and you were a single mom yeah. and, um, you were working on your cleaning business mm-hmm. and I told Will when we left, I was like, man, she is just doing so good. Like I, I can see the hustle. Like I can see that she's committed and that she's just positive. And I just like, I remember, okay, let me, let me go ahead and say this too. I have a terrible memory. Mm -hmm. I sometimes say like, I have the memory of a potato because (laughs) I literally, it's so, it's so embarrassing too, because I'll meet somebody Mm -hmm. and I can have a full on conversation with you. And then 10 minutes later, I can't remember what you look like. And it's so embarrassing because I'll run into people anyway. So if I ever run into you out somewhere, please just forgive me. Give me grace. to a head, not a heart. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that being said, Mm -hmm. I still remember that and how you just made such an impression on me seeing you that day. And so I wanted to ask you, tell me about that. Like as a single mom, (sighs) what was that like during that season? It was a very trying time. Um, You probably caught me on a good day. 
Um, and so in terms of just having some downtime for just me and my little one, because at that time, if my memory serves me correct, um, that wasn't the only job I was doing, which was, um, at the time Shay's housekeeping, but then I changed the name a couple of years later to integrity solutions. But back then it was, um, just a side hustle. And then I wanted to turn it into more and then having to deal with a new child and things of that nature. And just navigating through that life was very difficult because I was a single mom. And so her dad decided to not participate in her life. And, you know, you have your decision to make your choice, but, you know, she's a wonderful child. And so just being in that atmosphere of just being single, it's like everything falls on me, whether it's the bills, it's whether it's the doctor's appointments, whether it's, you know, whatever she needed, it was solely just me. However, I did have a great village around me. My sister rallied around me, my parents rallied around me. And so, but in terms of being single, um, that wasn't my only job at the time. If memory serves me correct, I was probably working at a plant at that time, um, steel case. And so I was also working at Zaxby's at that time as well. So three jobs in terms of trying to make things meet, you know, and I was still living at home with my mom. Um, I had to go back home because I got pregnant and um, I just couldn't afford to live on my own anymore. It's so expensive. It is. And with a newborn, it's extra expensive. Absolutely. And so I went back home briefly. Um... I was told I had a year. I took six months Mm -hmm. and, you know, tax time was right around the season. And so I used all my tax money to get us apartment. And we stayed there for about four years. Okay. And so I had stability and I had to find a place, total transparency. I found a place to where God forbid, if I lost my job, we would still have a place to live. Yeah. You know? And so, um, just coming from where that story is to where I am now. Um, it's just amazing transformation, how God has kept me through the years of being single and now to being married or whatever. But as far as being a single mom, it was a really tough season. My heart still goes out to single women because I've been there and it's, it is hard. It is very difficult. It's mentally draining, physically draining and spiritually draining and just having to do by yourself. So I salute single women, um, single mothers and, I'm here with you. you Absolutely. You know, when my kids were tiny, Mm -hmm. my husband was working swing shift. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times, even when he was there, he was so tired that he just wasn't present. And so a lot of that fell on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. But I remember telling some of my friends, it's like, they would say, you know, oh, you're doing the the single mom thing Mm -hmm. for the night. And it was like, well, I'm doing the solo mom thing because... I still had that support. Mm-hmm. It was just, it just looked different, different and yeah. it was really hard, but like having that in contrast to Absolutely. you're working three jobs and you're trying to, you know, provide everything. Yeah. I just have so much respect for moms who are going through that. Yeah. And, um, you know, another thing is my friend, we had the conversation the other day of like mm-hmm. the fact that you don't notice how hard things are until you go and look back at it oh, later. Yeah. You know, because I imagine what is that like looking back now from where you are to who you were then and what you were doing? Like, when did I sleep? Yeah. You know, (laughs) like when did I sleep? You know, because I would literally get off of one job, take her to daycare or um, to my parents' house. It depends on the time of day. And then I would go to the next job and then get off, go to the next job and get off. And so it's just it was just this rotating door. 
And it's just like, when did I sleep? I didn't have a personal life. Um, guys I were talking to at the time, they're not worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. They, they, yes. they didn't make the they cut. They didn't, no, we didn't need them. Um, but I did meet my now then, my now husband, but at the time, my boyfriend at the time, uh-huh. um, I did meet him. Um, we had a, a, a brief relationship, maybe six months. Um, things happened. We broke up and I was back to being a single mom, mm-hmm. you know? So just, it was a whirlwind yeah. just to look back at the course of my life. It's just like, how did I survive yes. any of that? Yes. It's so hard. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So you have your cleaning business. Mm-hmm. Um, did that, let's, let's go ahead and move into, okay. you got married, uh-huh. right? Did the cleaning business continue when you got married or did you stop that right before or when, when did, did that timeline? Yeah. Um, it transitioned over into the marriage. Okay. Um, I did that for a little while and then the COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I used the opportunity to shut down. Not only that, but I was pregnant at the time too. Mm-hmm. And so I got pregnant um, on our honeymoon actually. Okay. And so <laughs> too much, too much yes, wine. Yes. But, um, and so, yeah, um, after, COVID, well, we're still in the midst of COVID. Right. So I kind of use that opportunity to just, you know, kind of be vulnerable with my husband. Just like, no, I'm tired of hustling. I'm tired of, um, to me, that was a safety net for myself mm-hmm. because now I'm transitioning to being a stay at home mom. And I was working from home, you know, with concentrics and things of that nature. But then, um, I t- it had to be be very transparent and vulnerable with him to let him know, like, if I let this go, like a lot of because I was still making pretty good money off of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I let this go, a lot of this is going to fall onto you. He said, let it fall. He said, I, I got it. Yeah. And and that's foreign to me coming from that Absolutely. mentality of Absolutely. I got to get it, got to get it to husband saying, let it fall. Yeah. Like, let me take Lean care on of me. Yes. yes. And that was. It's still a transition. It's so hard. It's still a transition. It's still a transition for me sometimes, even having been married for as long as we have, it's still like, I have that mentality sometimes of, oh, I can do it. I can do it. And, and, you know, my husband will say to me, like, you know, I'm here. Like you can, you don't have to do it. Right. Hey, put me in the game. Yes, exactly. So, um, I think that that's amazing that you were able to have that conversation Mm -hmm. and just get that support because it's, it's such an incredible feeling to just just breathe, you know, yeah, like you I, feel that weight lifted. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I don't want to look back over this time in the Brooklyn and miss, it. you yeah. know, especially he's a truck driver. And so we do okay. Financially, whatever. Um, however, I just knew that it was important for me to be at home with our children. You know, I didn't want us to both be out there hustling. Then we look up they're 18 and, yeah. you know, and things of that nature. And so I made the decision to shut the business down completely. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't regret it. Um, I'm home with my children every single day, unless I'm out of the store, so uh, mm-hmm. you know things of that nature. Yeah. But um, I don't regret it. Um, people still call to ask me my cleaning. No, I'm not still cleaning. <laughs> well, could you just do it for me? No. no the no. answer is no. <laughs> so, I like you, but not that much. I, not that much, <laughs> you know. And so I'm really enjoying the journey of being home with them, and just getting to see them grow up. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't get that. Absolutely. You know, and I think that that's so important that you said that, like getting to see them and the fact that people don't get that, Mm -hmm. recognizing that that is a gift. Yeah. And that it's something that, that everybody doesn't get to experience. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, so important. Absolutely. And such a blessing. Um, 
So then you mentioned that your husband drives a truck. Mm-hmm. What is that like? Is he gone like... Yeah. Yeah. He's home on the weekends. Okay. So So a um, lot still falls on you yeah. because he's not home during the week to yeah. do a lot of the things. Yeah. So what does that look like? Um for us right now, um, we're in a we're coming out of a rocky season. Mm-hmm. And so um just being able for like he just now started back driving. He um didn't pass his physical last year. And so with a truck driver, you have to have have a physical to be, you know, mentally, physically able to be on the road for as long as you're on the road. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so unfortunately he didn't pass. Um, However, he just got cleared. So now he's going to back back on the road starting next week. Okay. And so um, thank God. Bigger checks. Yes. And so just being able to stay in communication with him while, you know, being at home with the girls and I'm excited to see how we survive because like I said, we're, we're just coming out of a rocky season within our marriage and just really being intentional um, with our communication, really being intentional with how we speak to each other, how we treat one another and really just be aware of our own triggers, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, so this is kind of triggering me. Give me a moment to process what this means over here. Absolutely. You know? And so it's, I'm excited to see him go back on the road from the, for the money aspect, but also I want to make sure that the tools that we're learning in counseling don't fall by the wayside. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think for where we are in our marriage is very critical that we remain in tune with one another. Yeah. So I yeah. love that. I love that so much. And I think it's so important like communication within a marriage is so challenging. Yeah. Um, especially because often you communicate differently. Is yeah. that accurate for you guys? Yes. It's very accurate yes. for I'm us. Very too. assertive and he's very he can be very passive at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I need this. You wanna this talk about done. it yeah. and do the thing. Yeah. I am more the opposite. I tend to be the more passive mm-hmm. one. And, you know, my husband wants to talk and yeah. you know, have the communication. So we've really had to transition like figure out how to navigate that Mm. because it's so different. Mm. And so I love that you guys are doing counseling and able to, to learn what you need and how to communicate. It was necessary. Yes. Counseling was necessary because if not, I don't know what we'd be. Yeah. So that's amazing. uh, We had, like I said, we we had a really rough last year and transitioning from that to a new year. um, I'm hopeful though, because therapy has reignited my, hope within my marriage mm-hmm. um, that we can succumb and that we can conform, that we can transform into what each other needs yeah. because that's what it's about. You know, marriage is about evolving. And I don't think you ever fully arrive even after 15 Absolutely. years. You know, I think it's an ever cycle because we're still changing. Absolutely. My needs are changing. His needs yes. are changing. So it's, it's, it's been a journey. Yeah. It's, it's I think it's journey. amazing. And, yeah. and, just you being willing to, and open to talk about it. I feel like it's really important in our, um, especially in groups of moms yes. or married, you know, to talk about how therapy can be yes. so beneficial yeah. because, and, and it's, it's coming to light now as more of a positive thing mm-hmm. than in years past, you yeah. know, before it was like, it brush was so it under the rug. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I think people are recognizing how important and yes. how beneficial it is. And yeah. so, um, do you want to talk about, I know that you have been doing some therapy on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to tell us a little about that? 
I mainly started um, doing therapy on my own for my anger management issues. Just going to be fully honest about it. Um, the person I am now, I was not 10 years ago. Um, I was angry. I was irritated very easily. And I made the decision for me that I don't want that anymore. And so I got into therapy and I just kind of blurted out my issues of myself. And then my marriage came into play, of course. But for most, for the most part, it started with a journey for me because I realized that I don't want to be this angry person anymore. I don't want to be this person who, if an ant crosses my foot, I'm mad about it, you know? Yeah. And so I had to identify why I was so angry. And for me, it's it was a defense mechanism. I'm not this angry person. I'm just hurt. And I've never really had an outlet to show that, yeah. you know? And so in all of that, um, came to discover also a different perspective was I have children watching me. Absolutely. I have two little girls, Absolutely. you know, so I don't want them to be walking around and we all estrogen high and, you Ooh, know, and they talk to me reckless <laughs> and, you know, I have to, you know, one uh-huh. of them, yes. be, you know, and so it was an eye opener for me when I decided, you know, I want to be better. And then in the course of that, my home will be better. My children will be better. Yes. My family, my husband will treat me better. And it just, it all mesh. You know, and especially in our community, um, you know, um, therapy has always been, you know, like you said, you don't tell what's going on at home, but I've always believed, I still believe that sometimes what goes on at home is hurting you, you know, and you have to have a safety place to be able to vent that too, you know? So I'm very grateful that I found my therapist. Um, I absolutely think she is vital in my life. Um, now she sees me and my husband and then starting in February, my daughter's going to go. I love that. So it's just, it's a family thing because like I said, me and my, our family, our marriage has really been through the fire lately and she's exposed to that. You know, you try to protect your children from everything in life, but sometimes they need to see certain things. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, so now you've seen it. Let me get you healing that you need. 100%. Let me get you what you need. And and it's so important. One of the things that I think our generation is really recognizing mm-hmm. is the fact that our parents' generation, they didn't talk about it. They it was not. all hidden. They did and, not. And so if you, you have an argument, you go in the back room mm-hmm. and close the door. Yeah. And so they didn't model for us nothing you know they were doing the best we still heard it we still (laughs) heard it but they were doing the best they could with what they had but now we recognize the fact that our kids are watching Mm -hmm. and that not only do they need to see that it is healthy for us to have disagreements but this is how we process them this is how we work through them absolutely and so bringing that to the light and to the the forefront and not making it you know something that we don't talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, to not talk about it is to keep that generational curse going. Yes. And I don't want that to be what my children take into their marriages should they desire to get married. And she's not only getting counseling for just our family, but I hope that she is um, secure enough to speak about the relationship she desires to have with her biological dad, you yeah. know, because my husband's not her biological dad, right? you know? So I just want to give her the tools that I wish I would have had. Yeah. You know, I think that's um, amazing. to really process because sometimes our generation focuses on 
giving our kids what we didn't have. That's great. However, I want to go a step further and yes. make sure that she gets what I didn't have, but also that she understands that her thoughts, her feelings, her desires matters in our home because she's a young woman. She'll yeah. be 13 this year. I can't believe that. that that's that, insane. That boggles yes, me. that's insane. But um, I just really want to make sure that the relationship I evolve and develop with her is one to where when she's 18, 19, she can pick up the phone and call, hey, mama, I'm having a day, you know, to where we yes. can have that lifeline to where no matter what it is, you can talk to me. Absolutely. And you don't have to fear my emotional response. Right. You know, right. So, I love that. Yeah. And I think our kids are watching so much. <sighs> Everything. And so it, it's one thing to say, OK, Grace, you've got some things you need to process. I'm going to take you to therapy because mm-hmm. I think this would be good for you. No, Absolutely. no, no. No, no. Mama is going to go to Mm -hmm. therapy and I'm going to do my work and I'm going to show you that this is a good thing and that this is the way we do it. And this is how, you know, and then I'm going to bring you along Mm -hmm. for the journey. And I think that in motherhood, it's so important. I mean, we all learn as we're, as we're growing and we're changing and all of that, but, but recognizing that we are setting the example yes. and our kids are watching mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether yeah. positive or negative. or negative. Yeah. Yes. We know. Mm, yeah. Yep. We know they're going to, yeah. they're going to see all those the, negative all things. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I just think that's phenomenal. And I'll have to say one of the things that I've loved about watching and keeping up with you and your story is just how vulnerable you've been willing to be mm. and just putting yourself out there and saying, okay, this is something I'm struggling with yeah. or, you know, things that people don't often say. Yeah. And I just think every time I see it, I'm like, that is so brave of you. Yeah. And it's so encouraging to others. So yeah. just I think sometimes I'm too honest, but hey, you know, I think it's great. I think that people need to understand that even with having children, there are dark sides to that. You know, I deal, I dealt with um, postpartum depression and I still have days when yeah. I'm dealing with it. You yeah. know, I'm still on antidepressants. Yeah. You know, so those are things that are so taboo, but I feel like if I free myself, I can free the next person. Absolutely. You know, and so why am I holding something secret that I know could be somebody else's breakthrough or yes. um, their lifeline? You know, between so many deaths and suicide, like people need people to be honest Absolutely. in this season. Yes. And I'm just trying to do my due diligence. I don't share everything. You're amazing. But, You're doing um, I just, I just want to help. Yes. I love that. that. I I really do. And, and just reminding, like, we need the reminder that we're not alone. Right. You know, that we're not the only one experiencing that, even though sometimes it does feel that way. Yeah. So just getting to see another mom, I think it's great. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I really am. Thank you. Yes. So let's, with that being said, I want to talk about a little, a little thing that you've been doing quite a while. Mm -hmm. In fact, I remember in high school. Um, you occasionally breaking out into song. <laughs> um, so Shalisa has a beautiful voice. Thank you. If you want, you know, if you want, we got some great microphones here. You can bust it to me. Okay. Okay. I'm preparing anything. Yes. Okay. Next time. Next time. Absolutely. We'll put that on there. Absolutely. So, um, Shalisa had the opportunity recently to do some singing. I did. Got asked. I did. So tell us about that. Well, I've um, been slowly putting myself back out there for my singing. Singing has always been my first passion. Um, since the age of five, my father would tell you the story of how I'm walking through the house singing Whitney Houston songs. And um, it's always been my passion. Um, life happened. 
you know, you just kind of go through the motions of pivoting and, you know, things happen and you just kind of put things on the back burner. And so, well, I still want to sing, you know, and so I just kind of put it out there into the atmosphere. Like, hey, if anyone ever needs somebody to sing, background, do wops, oohs and ahs, you know, I'm, I'm your girl, whatever case may be. Okay, but- so hold on just a second. If you're listening and you need some oohs and ahs, <laughs> Chalisa is your girl. You call her. Okay, continue your I story. I would do your oohs and ahs. Yes. But, um, and so this one, this one guy named Gabriel, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm just going to leave it at Gabriel. Um, he reached out. Um, he was like, hey, so there's an opportunity for you to sing. Um, are you interested? Absolutely. Sign me up. Yes. You know, and so it went wonderful. Um. I really love the, you know, the feedback from the crowd and just in that moment, nothing else mattered. Uh, my husband was there recording me and that was just oh, a joyous moment just for him to come and support in that capacity. Um, so just being able to slowly get my feet wet back into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said that I want to try to put out something, maybe a single later this year. We'll mm-hmm. see. But, um, I also write music too. So, um, just really taking my time to, I don't think I had to have it figured out by the time I turned 40. No. So I'm just really letting the layers unveil themselves to me as they're unfolded. Yeah. And I'm through trying to figure out my next, I'm just going to let it, unfold so yeah. singing brings me joy cooking brings me joy um i'm really just trying to fill my cup to where the overflow can be for the people around me i love so. that so i want you to tell me you said that it was the most amazing experience mm-hmm. how did you feel leading up to that <sighs> nervous <laughs> i was a ball of nerves and i remember my husband calling me as he was heading there he was like are you okay i said no i think i'm gonna bark in this bush over here he was like don't do it <laughs> no. he's like take a deep breath or whatever and i was like okay i thought you come he's like, i'm coming baby he's like, well i come now you know you still have to sing i said okay you're right and so just getting it into the nerve like the nerves goes away as you start singing but just the arrival point of it which is just nerve-wracking but i realized you know what i'm doing what i love mm-hmm. um it's a good crowd um it's a good event just enjoy yourself if you hit the wrong note you hit the wrong note just keep singing yes you know so. i love that i love that so much so my word of the year mm-hmm. do you have a word of the year no actually okay okay so much pressure for me i I get that (laughs) i can understand i i've done words the year in the past and Mm -hmm. and then not really stuck with them but the last few years i have but this year my word of the year is uncomfortable gotcha because i think that through discomfort through feeling those nerves and those things that don't Mm. necessarily feel great in the moment if you push past those yeah that is where growth happens absolutely do you feel like that do you feel like you grew in your experience Absolutely. when you sang? Um, only because it's something I wouldn't have done because, you know, you worried about all oh, the kids and things of that nature. But I'm really being, if I had to pick a word for the year, it would be intentional. Um, I love that. That's to be intentional with myself, yes. to be intentional with my family, my dreams. Um, just because I'm a mom doesn't mean that I can't do the things I want to do. Absolutely. You know, um, I had to look at it differently, of course, but um, definitely through that experience, um, I grew because then I got another phone call for the same day for the event after that. Now it's like, oh, okay. I said, I think I can make it. I'm not really sure. My voice is kind of cracking, but I'm going to come anyway. And my husband, he kills me. He was like, the difference between 
because it was how can I say it? the first event was an elderly crowd, you know, okay. my, my senior saints, yeah. you know, yeah. and then the next one was more my generation. He said, it's like day and night, but he's like, you took that microphone and you was, yes, <laughs> there was the confidence. You yes, yeah. it was like, there was a level of confidence that was not, he's, it was there before he said, but it was really there. Just like I didn't know this part of the story. I'm yeah. so glad you told so, that yeah. because it's, it's really hard when you're stepping into something mm-hmm. new to just feel very yeah unsure Mm -hmm. um but then the more you do it yeah you know it reminds you oh yeah Yeah, i can do this there is a reason that i want to do this yeah and just being willing to put yourself out there and i think a lot of the times if we're willing to take that step Mm -hmm. those things are going to come your way absolutely you know like those two events i love that yeah so oh my goodness okay so you were talking about something else you love which is cooking yes girl I love cooking. When am I getting to come to dinner? I haven't gotten my invitation yet. Because I do not like cooking. Really? I hate cooking. So who cooks for your home? I do. But you don't enjoy it? No. I do like minimum. Okay. Whatever I can. Now we do healthy meals Mm -hmm. and stuff. We do pizza too. Frozen pizza and all that. I love a good pizza. Oh yeah. But but if I'm cooking... I mean, it's not going to be the multiple steps and the, it's going to be as basic as possible Oh well, no. because I don't, okay. it's just not my jam. Gotcha. Now I love to eat. Yeah. So when other people, then, I yeah. will, I, I'm, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm expecting my invitation. I'm every soon. step, the ingredients I'm creating, I'm revamping recipes. I find like I have a page, um, heart of home and I am posting my recipes and things of that nature. I, I'm thinking about putting out something later on this year as well about, you know, just a tutorial of simple recipes. Okay. But then the more complex recipes, because I love marry me chicken. That is oh. my go-to meal. I don't know what that is. My marry me chicken. It's like where you take your chicken and you fillet it. It's just this whole thing. And it's a, a rich, creamy sauce. Okay. And it's... I'm hungry. <laughs> the way you're talking about it, you're selling me on it. it I feel is, like I need to try this. It is okay. magnificent. And then so if, so you put those recipes on a website now mm-hmm. or on a, a page on Facebook on yeah. Facebook. Okay, mm-hmm. so can we link that in the show notes? Yes, is that sure something? Can. Okay, yeah. so if you're listening, um, we're going to add that to the show notes for this episode at successfulmamapodcast.com. So yes, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so I love, I love cooking. It allows me to show off you know yeah. allows me to show off like you know he got a good wife and you know i cook him you know keep him fed but also it allows me to get out of my own comfort zone i'm on this new health journey of trying to eat better okay. and things of that nature but i'm learning that food doesn't have to be boring and so i made some zucchini noodles the other day and they Those were really so good, good. they Those were really so, good yes they were really good and the mixed in there were squash noodles and then i sauteed some more vegetables and i just had like a little vegetable bowl it was so good mm. oh my god i added some ground turkey to it for protein and it was it was Great. amazing yes it that was sounds awesome so you like to post sometimes uh, videos of yourself mm-hmm. making dinner and yes. sharing okay this is what i did and i didn't have this so i added this mm-hmm. instead i love yep. that you just kind of throw things together that's Go the way i cook got. too yeah that's the way i cook too but i know some people are very strict on their recipes i used to be but sometimes how they make it is fine but if i don't have it on hand i'm not going same. to the store same so i'm gonna use yes, what i have in the kitchen I, exactly <laughs> i feel that so so let's move on um from cooking okay 
We also, I, I hear you've got a new venture coming up. I do. A little something up your sleeve. I do, I do. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me go back just a little bit. Because okay. we, didn't, we didn't really talk about babysitting, did we? Not yet. Okay. Because I, I want to add that in. Because you did start doing that. Mm-hmm. Because this is coming at the tail end. So so let's right. talk a little bit about babysitting. Okay. And how that, how you've moved Ooh. into that. And then we're going <laughs> to add that venture okay. on the end. Okay. Sorry. Um, so with the babysitting, I, like I said, I'm a stay-at-home mom now. Um, I quit my job back in December. No, back in October, a little bit after my birthday. I was working for Concentrics. And it was a work-from-home job. And it was just too stressful at the end. But I will say that the TikToks she made were funny. Okay. <laughs> I just got to throw that in there. Okay. And so, um, I told my husband once again, I was like, Hey, this is just becoming too much. I understand that I do need to do something. I said, I will find something to do. I said, but I just can't do this job anymore. Yeah. He was yeah. like, just let it go. He said, I need you to be whole. I yes. need you to be coherent when you're in this home because I'm on the road and I need to know that you and the girls are good. And so I said, okay, cool. And so while I was working still from home, um, I started you know, babysitting for this one couple and she was three months at the time. Oh, she was so oh, precious. Oh, those babies get she you. She was so oh. precious. And so I said, okay, I could do this. And they paid me X amount of dollars a week or whatever. And I said, well, I could just do that. No, I love kids. I love me a good little baby. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of just took a life of its own. I have about five kids now. And so they're all at Brooklyn's age. So she has people to play with. And so it's called Miss Lisa's Littles. Um, and so I started that late last year, doing it all this year. Um, there's talks of a daycare. I really don't know. Okay. Um, I don't desire a daycare, all the red tape and rules and regulations. It's a lot. Yes. I don't, I don't want to do all that. And then also I want to be able to control my prices because I really want to number one, still do it at my leisure, but also be a relief to parents. Right. You know, I don't want to, when they hear my price, it's like, what for is that a day? No, that's a week. Yeah. There's like, what? Where do I sign? You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's just, I do that because number one, it's a blessing to be a blessing, you know, because they're helping me, I'm helping them. It's a full circle. That's amazing. You yeah. know, and so it's not all about the money for me. Um, I just want you to know that your kids are safe. They're happy. They're being loved. When they're home, when they're with me, they're family, you know, so whatever they need, if you forgot to pack diapers, as long as it's not excessively big, they can wear one of my, one yeah. of my daughter's diapers, right. you know. And so I'm forever at Sam's. I buy wipes galore, you know? And so, but yeah, it's a fun adventure. I look forward to welcoming more kids at some point. But right now I'm at my max. Yeah, you're there. I'm at my max. But I think that's amazing that you're blessing them by doing that. Because I know, especially right now, it's really hard to find childcare and especially good childcare, someone that you trust with your kids. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, I, I would them. definitely, I you know, if I had a little one, I'd yeah, be calling you up. I would <laughs> totally trust my kids with you. So, okay, so now let's move into the okay. new venture. I wanted yes. to save this for, you know, for closer to the end. Mm-hmm. So, ready to go. Well, my newest and my greatest venture to be is going to be a being becoming a virtual assistant. I'm starting a business from scratch from to be a virtual assistant, offering online services such as administrative tasks, um, it will consist of 
sending voice, um, sending contracts, or um, if I work for florists, I'll call ahead and order the flowers and things of that nature. Or um, if I was to work for the real estate agent and they need a land surveyor to come out, I was calling schedule that or their walkthroughs and things of that nature and just kind of be the second pair of hands for that business. So I'm excited for that. Taking some of the things off the plate. Absolutely. And that's a way to serve them too, which fits right in your, your wheelhouse. I love that. I just want to serve. Yeah. I just want to serve. That's such a great, it's, it's needed as well. Absolutely. It's it's a humbling experience. When you told me that I was like, Oh, this is so perfect for you. It fits (laughs) like you and what you can, you know, your, your personality, but what I could see you being really good at. Like, I I love that. Yeah. So, um, you've started a Facebook group Mm -hmm. for that. And so we will link that. What you want to tell them the name of it? Tailored virtual assistant. Tailored virtual assistant. I love it. Yes. And so we will link that in the show notes as well. So you can find that group. And if that's something that you need as a business owner, um, then Shalisa would be a great asset to you. I welcome you. I would highly recommend her. I think she's a phenomenal person and I totally one day down the road when I'm ready to hire somebody yes. I'm gonna be calling I'm you your girl. You, yes I'm your girl absolutely so um with all of these things mm-hmm. you know you have traveled quite a journey yes you've stepped into this you've dipped your toe in that yeah um do you feel like each of those things has kind of given you more clarity on who you are and what you want for your life absolutely because I believe that everything comes full circle. Um, when I was a single mom, when I'm, you know, married and, um, these different adventures, I think everything happens for a reason. And I am through trying to figure out every single, every single little reason. However, I'm just want to be intentional. So absolutely. I believe that every decision I've made, everything that I face in this life has, defined who I am in this moment. And I'm just very resilient. I don't give up a lot. And what advice would you give for a mom who's experiencing that, like trying to figure out what she wants for her life? Would you encourage her to step into multiple things and try different things or really stick with a path that seems like is safe? You know what I mean? There's no fun in safe. Um, I think that I would encourage a young woman, a single mom, to find your lane and drive hard yeah to not let up because there are a thousand businesses out here you can start there are a thousand avenues for um items you know look at bread look at how many different bread is on the shelf at the stores you know imagine that one person oh well i didn't because so so did don't worry about that yeah you know so it's okay to start with one thing um because you don't want to overstep overwhelm yourself you are a single mom so Start with one thing and let that be your niche and then let that build over into something else for you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. don't try to, because I was out there three jobs and a, a hustle and I was tired. Like I look back, like when did I sleep? Mm-hmm. Like my goodness. Yes. But if you don't have to take that avenue, find one thing that you're passionate about. And mine is happens to be service. I love helping people, you know, so, and it's opening doors to me that I didn't think will be open. I'm sitting here with you, you know? And so, um, just find that one thing that you're truly passionate about and let that unfold to different areas for your life. And I think a lot of the times, 
it's hard to find that one thing. Because mm-hmm. a mom may say, well, I have no idea what that one thing yeah. is. You know what yours is, yeah. but I don't know what that looks like for me. And I yeah. think one of the things that I've taken away from your story and your journey is the fact that you have tried a lot of mm-hmm. different things and, and it has led you to say, Oh, that's not for me. Yeah. That's not for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, so try something. Yeah, You're willing you to, to step it. out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if it's not for you, mark it off the list and move on. Yeah. And then find your community, yes. um, surround yourself with like-minded people. Like I'm in this group, um, savvy system. And it's like, we all hold each other accountable but growth can't come from the same old place. You can't forever do the same thing that you've always done. You're going to get the same results, Yes. you know? And so I've learned through my community that I'm changing, I'm evolving and I'm becoming this person who I want to see. I want to meet. I'm joyous. You yes. know, I'm kind, I'm nice, I'm polite, you know? And so throughout of everything I've been through, I believe that community is important um, honing in on your niche and not overwhelming yourself is very important. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to add one more full question. Then we're going to move into rapid fire. Okay. Um, but what do you define as your version of success? When I can wake up and smile for no reason, because whether the dishes are done or whether the, Laundry has been finished. I am successful in my life because I've made a conscious decision from the inside out to create the life that I deem to be successful. We have food, a successful day. We have water, shelter, lights, a successful day. I've learned to stop comparing my life to other people because if if you were to compare my life, uh, I'm probably mediocre to some people. But compared to me and how I feel, I've made it through through two years of marriage successful absolutely um a kid during the pandemic successful absolutely um raising a 12 year old successful you know she's getting ready to start her fashion career what she wants to do we got her sewing machine and so i'm just your typical mom and what i deem successful may not be successful to people but i've tried different things and now i know that working you know nine to five isn't really for me you know because of my kids or, you know, working the midnight hours isn't for me because I'm not getting any sleep. So I'm in the middle to where to where when I can serve other people and still make a living off of that, I'm successful. I love you that. Know? Yes. So. Well, that's so good. I have loved this so much. I want to do one more quick thing, which okay. is rapid fire questions. Right. Um, and so I want to know, first of all, really quickly, mm-hmm. what is your coffee order? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Okay. <laughs> Extra no marshmallows. Yes. Whipped cream sometimes? No. No, just marshmallows. Nope, just okay. Marshmallows. Okay. I like it. Um I don't want I don't want to ask you this one because I know you're very clean. And I don't think I'm gonna like your answer, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, how clean does your house stay on average? Eight. I don't know that we can be friends anymore. <laughs> no, we can. You know how you said you didn't want to clean anybody else's house? Even for we're you. Cl- we're- Even for you. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I, just, I thought we were there. I I, thought- we are, but we're not. Okay. I can recommend some people for you, okay. but okay. I just, yeah, eight. Cause <laughs> I, I think that's amazing. I, I can't do clutter. I love it. I can't. I w- just rub off on me. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So what is a book or show that you have um, read or watched that you've loved recently? The most recent show that we are currently still watching is the Best Man series. And 
I remember you saying that you're not really too familiar with that book. I've never heard of that. But it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Never. It's with Tay Diggs and Sanaa Lathan, and it's about where they are now. Uh, one of the characters, Quentin, um, I don't know his real name. He's getting married. He's getting married, and there's this whole little life spill about where they are now. So okay, well, it's like a twenty year later type tip. Okay, yeah, good to know. It's good. So if y'all haven't watched that, go watch it's it. It's good. She said it's good. It's really good. I love it. Okay, <laughs> n- number four, last one. Um, moms tend to have some odd things mm-hmm. in their purses. Yeah. What is the most random thing in your purse right now? A stapler. I was at the grocery store and I saw it. And you I was need like, to do a little stapling. I think my daughter put it in there, my youngest one, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So, because she plays with stuff in my office mm-hmm. and she probably just do. And what's happy about it is walked out clapping. But you know you what? Know? If, <laughs> I needed, if I needed that right now, I got you. It, it's covered. I got you. I love I it. I got you. <laughs> Well, Shalisa, thank you. This has been amazing. It's I am amazing. so grateful to you for coming on. Yes. And you guys, like I said, I'm going to link all of those things in the show notes at SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com. So go check out Shalisa. If you're a business owner, you need to go see her. And we will see you next time on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember Mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it.